to Bizarre Conspiracies. My name is Eric Patino, and this is going to be part one of two of one of the greatest rock and roll mysteries ever. Is the real Paul McCartney dead? Here is that conversation. Today I have Conrad with me. Howdy! We are going to be talking about Paul McCartney. Specifically, is he dead or is he alive? The Paul is dead theory. Now, this is probably one of the greatest rock and roll mysteries of all time. Because not only did it serve as a conspiracy theory, but it served as kind of a, like a nudge to buy more albums during yeah. the 1970s. Because at that time, there were only, what, cassette tapes and, and vinyl records. I think the popular selection was vinyl records. And when yeah, this was before CDs. Oh, way before CDs. Or MP3s. <laughs> but, um, well, the thing about this theory is that it had people play the music backwards, and that would scratch the vinyl record very badly. I think there was, like, some way that you could get it to play backwards without destroying it but for the most part when somebody plays the record backwards yeah it's extremely damaging so if you have a record don't do that yeah especially nowadays because you can just easily grab that mp3 player throw it in a uh, audio editor of your choice and just flip the music over there you go you got everything in reverse yeah now playing it backwards is what's known as call it's called backmasking is the the technique and it's actually a way that some it's it's more than just a it's more than just something that people do when they're like they listen to something backwards. It actually was popularized by the Beatles in their mm. uh, in the which album was it? The Revolver. I don't know if that's because I don't want to get too far ahead on you. <laughs> Um, well, I know the, uh, see, backmasking probably happened a lot during Abbey Road and the White Album, uh, but there was some backtracking, which is something different, in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band uh, album. So, but I, I don't, what, what year was um, Sgt. Pepper's, uh, no wait, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart, Hearts Club band? <laughs> <laughs> when was that one written? It, yeah, it's a long title for an album, but uh, it had to be after 1966 because that's when the theories about Paul is Dead came out. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to find out with, when it came out. <laughs> with back, uh, the Revolver album was released in 1966, I believe. So that would have been maybe a few years before. And that's when... Uh, I forget what messages they backtracked, um, or not backtracked, but back masks in the revolt. Mm. But that's where they, they, the trend started of you playing records and the people started doing it to other people who weren't the Beatles, like the Rolling Stones and Elvis music. And I'm sure some other people who were way before my time. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so it was something that had been established by the Beatles. The Beatles knew about it. The Beatles had already done it. What they did is they would they would specifically find words that made words uh, backwards. So when you played the music backwards, it's with a different different words. Right, right. But it was still audible words, both forward and backwards. So. <clears throat> The uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album came out in 1967. Okay, so a year after the Revolver uh, album. Uh, so yes, uh, I don't know if this was actually the uh, the start of the conspiracy, though. 
I believe that there was another. Well, in that, all the stories told, right? Huh? Uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band album is actually the first album that they started putting clues in because uh, <clears throat> so the legend goes Paul McCartney died in a car crash yes. and the surviving Beatles replaced now, him with a winner of the Paul McCartney lookalike contest that was going on and not only was he a good lookalike but he was a sound alike as well I said so, yeah I guess so I didn't <laughs> actually look that one up but his name was either William Campbell or Billy Shears now Billy Shears I believe is the more um common theory and proponents based on the theory on perceived clues found in Beatles songs and album covers like we we're talking about uh, the clue hunting proved infectious in the 1970s and within a few weeks had became a international phenomenon now one thing you have to know about 1970s for the Beatles was that they were pretty much done as a band and <clears throat> going back and looking at clues they they were able to sell more records from the theory. Uh, we could talk a little bit more about Paul McCartney and the supposed car crash. Cause there's a little more to it. But Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the album was the first one, apparently, with the clues. Because that was the album that was perceived as Paul McCartney's funeral. Right. Now, it, would, it, would it be that he died during the making of the album? Or he died before the making? Or the die died after? Because what I heard was he died right at the end when they were just finishing things up and so that's why you don't get much from the uh, uh you don't get much from reversing the music but you find the clues on the covers right well i i really don't remember because i've heard theories that it happened before this in which paul mccarty and john lennon who were the two main uh, writers for every song they had already written the album they had recorded some of the songs uh, mind you, these were like demo versions of the songs. Right. And so <clears throat> they um, went ahead and recorded the album uh, as as uh, normal as can be. But John Lennon decided to put clues in the albums because he felt guilty for lying about Paul McCartney's death, alleged death. So a little bit about the, the album cover. So the album cover has everyone that they admired. That much is true. Uh, John Lennon has come out and said it. I think George Harris came out and uh, said that as well. So that much is true. The theories go that it's everyone that Paul McCartney wanted to attend his funeral. If you look on the album, there's an open palm over Paul McCartney's head, which fans have interpreted as being uh, taken like a priest's blessing to the dead before uh, Paul McCartney, right? And while the other three Beatles are carrying bass instruments, Paul McCartney is carrying a cor anglais, which is a, it's, it's all in black. And he's only, he's the only one holding or I guess possessing a black instrument. And the color black is going to come out a lot <laughs> in album clues. Anyways, in the corner next to a doll wearing a Welcome to the Rolling Stones jumper is a red driving glove symbolizing Paul McCartney's bloody car crash. A bass guitar made out of flowers in the foreground only has three strings symbolizing a dead Paul McCartney. Uh, as the missing string. Uh, and if you hold a mirror over the lonely hearts in the drum logo, it appears to use numbers and Roman numerals to spell out 11-9, he died. A reference to McCartney's uh, death taking place on November 9th, 1966. And finally, the whole scene 
is kind of a depiction of Paul McCartney's burial. So that's that's everything on the album cover. Uh, I didn't get into any of the songs on Sgt. Pepper. Well, there's a little more I have about the the album Sgt. Pepper. Uh, There was a... There's been tons of people who've analyzed uh, the the Beatles' music because they're a very popular band and they changed uh, rock and roll and very influential in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So it's expected that they were heavily uh, inspected and lots written about of it about them. And I found this one fella, a professor at the University of Surrey, Surrey, I think it's a university in England. Oh, okay. So, oh, he, sorry, uh, sorry, is it S U R R something? Why? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's sorry. It's just pronounced sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> anyway. So he was saying that that was a significant change in the Beatles' performance. He found that Paul McCartney changed almost entirely his um, involvement in the Beatles. He started writing more songs. He started getting more innovative, as this guy would uh, claim, this Dr. Moore, the professor at the University of Sorry. He he can. He would. He said that the now the way that the Beatles claim that the reason for that is because at the start of it is when they would <laughs> the other three Beatles had been able to talk Paul into using LSD for the first time at the start of the um, creation of the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. <laughs> <clears throat> However. It also will play into roughly the same time period that the real Paul would have died and the other fellow would have taken over. If that's the case, it would mm. seem that this fellow who took over for <laughs> Paul McCartney was better at Paul McCartney's job than Paul McCartney. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's significant change there. A, he also says uh, that there's a change in the theme, uh, that there's uh, more themes about uh, the dangers of overindulging in fantasies or illusions or dreams and you know, I, uh, that sort of thing in their music. Now, I don't know much about the Beatles themes of the lyrics that I've read. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> uh, but I suppose this fellow who spent many years uh, being a professor of popular music would know a bit about it more than I would, and I suppose so. <laughs> That's why I'm going off of his interpretations. I mean, all he could do is apologize. <laughs> is it, is it <laughs> by chance a university in Canada? The, um, the sorry? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. There is actually a, a place in England called Sorry. Okay. But well, uh, I hear Billy Shears is from Canada. So, which if it's true, he would have had to learn the Liverpool accent. Well, he already was pretty good at it. He did win the contests. Well, there's there's being good at it and then there's being natural at it. <laughs> and I think fans would have noticed if he had an accent out of acting or an accent out of being from that place. Okay. So, the University of Surrey is in Guildford, England. <laughs> okay. But, ah, uh, so, hmm, I don't know. If he was a, because the fella was a big Beatles fan, 
before. So that's right. why he was in on the whole thing. And that's why he looked like he was able to look like a Beatle is because he had styled his haircut after the Beatles. I think the Beatles started a haircut, didn't they? Well, not started, but like popularized it. Yeah, the, the Beatles haircut, which kind of just looks like a bowl haircut. <laughs> Pretty much. But anyway. uh, yeah, there's a lot of clues about if uh, Paul McCartney and Billy Shears are... The so, whole theory is true because there are pictures of Paul McCartney in the 19, like the early 1960s where he's maybe like a few inches taller than uh, John Lennon. And if you look at pictures of Paul McCartney and John Lennon standing next to each other in the late 1960s, Paul McCartney is significantly taller than John Lennon. Also, hmm. you notice that his eye color went from brown to green. Hmm. Interesting. Now, did his uh, hand dominance change? Because that's another one of the, the theories as yeah, well. Yeah, so there's actually photographic evidence of a backstage rehearsal of Paul McCartney smoking a cigarette with his right hand, but also holding the guitar with his right hand when he was left-handed. Uh, so there, there's a lot of uh, it's a lot of evidence pointing towards this could have been a different person, but also it's backstage and they could have just been messing around. So I don't I don't know what to. Th- think of that <laughs> now right around this time uh between i think it was, was it the the white album that came out right after uh sergeant pepper or no was it, it was abbey road, road. It was Abbey Road. Now, right around in this time, um, McCartney was more absent from the group than normal. Uh, I believe that... Was it all the LSD? I believe that he had a, a child that was just recently been born or something like that, and he had moved away to the hillsides of England to be with his family or something like that. Well, I know he had a, what was it, farm or ranch or something um, in Scotland? And I know he resided in Scotland on a few occasions. I don't I don't know if it was his family's house or his house, but... Mm-hmm. So, after, <laughs> after being there for a bit, uh, he came back into the public light, and a lot of people will point to that as being his the transition period where the the new actor was getting accustomed to the role of being Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Now I suppose after we get through with all the clues we should probably go into a little bit about why they would do all of this to cover up his death and all of that but Oh yeah, sure. So a little bit about Abbey Road uh, the cover for Abbey Road remains a triumph of lazy album artwork. The Beatles simply walk out of the studio in whatever they were wearing and pose on a adjacent crosswalk. Uh, McCartney notably uh, wearing and pose on... Oh, I'm sorry. McCartney didn't even bother to put shoes on, so fans interpreted the four representing a funeral process. Uh, a gravedigger at the very end, which was George Harris. Mm-hmm. Now, a, co- a corpse, which was Paul McCartney. Uh, in front of Paul McCartney, the Undertaker, which was Ringo. And at the very front, front or the beginning of that line, is a priest, which um, was John, John Lennon, Lennon. Yeah. wearing all white. And according to a theorist, uh, McCartney's shoeless shoelessness <laughs> and was, out of was scepticeness. <laughs> and yeah, out of sync with the other Beatles was a nod to the practice of interring corpses with. Without shoes, which I don't understand. Also, um, there's also, a cigarette in his right hand. Yeah, there's a cigarette there's, in his right hand, and there's a, a beetle, a Volkswagen beetle, uh, in the background. A beetle. 
It's yeah. a Beatle in a Beatles picture. <laughs> right. Uh, with the license plate that says 28IF, which could be interpreted as 28IF, as if if Paul McCartney had lived, he would have been 28 uh, during that photo. And at the end of the... Oh, wait, this is different. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. Uh, wasn't there a another vehicle and it was uh, BMW or something? Uh, no, no, it wasn't that. Um but it was like the initials of his wife, uh, Paul McCartney's wife. It was... Oh. Uh, which one? I can't uh, remember what wife he was on during that album. Uh, I think it was Linda. Was there a Linda? Yeah, I think this is... Isn't that his recent wife? I don't know. I actually only thought he had one wife, so... I have, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, nope. okay. Linda Eastman, uh, married in 1969, died 1998. Then he got married to Heather Mills in 2002, divorced 2008, and then finally married Nancy Chevelle. Oh, no, no, 2011. no. 2011. No. So the, the license plate number for the vehicle in the, uh, on the cover is LMW 28IF. So the LMW stand, could stand for Linda McCartney Widow or uh, Linda McCartney Weeps. So Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, there, ah, okay. there's a lot of clues in the um, backmasking. Oh, boy. What, yeah, backmasking uh, that went to several of the songs. Do you know which ones corresponded to which albums? Uh, there was, uh, of course, the famous Paul is Dead one. Uh, um, I actually don't know. If you asked me like 10 years ago when I was uh-huh. a crazy Beatles fan, then I would have been able to tell you everything. All right. <laughs> I think it was in the White Album is when there's there's one part where... At the start of one of the songs, if you play it backwards, the introduction sounds like um, Paul's dead man. Um, miss him, miss him, miss him, I believe. And I think that that one's on the on the White Album, which was after Abbey Road. Right. So, yeah, White Album, I think, had a lot of backmasking in it. I just remember at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever, um, there, if you play the song in reverse you can hear john lennon say i buried paul uh yes now john wait is that is it john lennon i thought it was uh i thought it was uh the fellow that was in the in the blue <laughs> yeah okay yeah it is john lennon uh so which one are you talking about uh, george harris yeah Sorry. So uh, John Lennon claims that he he was saying cranberry sauce, <laughs> which I I've listened to it a few times. I can't hear. I don't I hear cranberry. Yeah. I I I do hear I buried, and then I hear muffle. I don't hear Paul, but I I do kind of hear I buried, and yeah, people and I, yeah people claim I suppose, that is I buried Paul. Yeah, but cranberry and then I bury. No, I don't know. <laughs> cram doesn't sound like i but then again they're saying it in ford i suppose maybe but to me it sounds more like i buried <laughs> right well it's like uh what's that uh famous line in the tombstone i'll be your what is it i'll be your pallbearer but people mistake it for something else 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, come on, Conrad. You're a big Western fan. I didn't. I don't. I, don't, I didn't see it. I didn't see Tombstone. Sorry. <laughs> no, wait. No, wait. It, it's I'll Be Your Huckleberry. Is it? Oh, man. Now I have to watch it again. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know if it was right after, but there's an album called Magical Mystery Tour. And uh, firstly, there are the word, there's the word Beatles spelled out in stars. When viewed upside down, the stars appear to spell out a phone number, uh, which is rumored that is uh, some kind of special Paul is dead hotline. Secondly, fans claim that McCartney was in a black walrus walrus suit Mm -hmm. because certain Arctic creatures see the walrus as a symbol of death, which I never heard of. (laughs) And later on, I believe uh, one of the things uh, is uh at the end of the i am a walrus song it ends with um a recording of uh shakespeare's uh, king lear with um one of the fellows saying uh oh unfortunate death okay in, inside the so it's like so they equate uh john uh paul paul mccartney with the walrus, and then the walrus at the end of the song says, oh, unfortunate death. So that's the trail mm-hmm. of that thought. <laughs> so the, uh, you know, Lennon's always saying about the, the walrus, that a uh, walrus is that uh, Paul McCartney is the walrus, right? And in the, in the album cover, you can see Paul McCartney is wearing the walrus suit with his hands out. On both sides. And if you flip it upside down, people take that as the sign of the cross. Mm. I don't, I I don't, I mean, I kind of see it, but I also don't. (laughs) Yeah. A few of these, I'm sure, even if, even if the theories were all, uh, the the conspiracy was all real and everything, I'm pretty Mm. sure a few of these were, were not intended (laughs) if that was the case. Right. Right. Uh, There was another one. Isn't there a, uh, which album is it? Where one of the fellows on the back is pointing to a date. Oh, that is Sgt. Pepper. So on the back of the album of Sgt. Pepper, uh, George Harris can be seen pointing at a track. And I don't remember what the entire the entire uh, track is called, but it says five o'clock right where he's pointing. And they want a lot of people indicate that, that uh, George Harris is pointing at the time of death. It's five o'clock. Uh-huh. So that, that's another a clue, if you will. I think right after that is the White Album, which you were talking about. Now, the White Album, the the bare bones cover of the White Album left even the most devoted theorists stumped for clues because it's just a white background. That's it with the with the uh, the Beatles uh, title on there. So they were actually looking at the foldout uh, poster in the White Album, and there's several snapshots in there. So there's a snapshot of what appears to be Paul McCartney and glasses, which we uh, theorize to be William Campbell, a picture. William Campbell, the winner of the uh, Paul McCartney lookalike contest. Secondly, the the second allegation is a picture of McCartney's corpse being washed prior to an autopsy, which I don't know if that actually... Does that actually happen? Do people, before an autopsy, do they wash the the body? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, And from what I can tell with uh, the car crash is they said that in the car crash... um, Paul McCartney would have been decapitated in the car wreck that he went under a, a truck or something. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's the case, you don't need an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, true, but but the autopsy might 
unless the autopsy was to see if um, he was on drugs and something. Yeah, which I don't think you need to wash the body first, but I don't think there'd be an issue with it either. Yeah, so if you look at the William Campbell picture, which if you just type William Campbell in Google search, you will find the same photo, is a picture of what looks like to be Paul McCartney, but he's wearing glasses, he has a different haircut, he's wearing a suit, he has a mustache, so it kind of looks like him, but it kind of doesn't at the same time. Hmm. Now, I just had something that I was trying to look up. Maybe you can help me with this. Paul McCartney released a singles album, a single album, a solo album, uh, right around before the Beatles broke up. Now, the Beatles broke up in 90, 1974, right? 1974? Yes. And pretty sure. <laughs> generally, uh, the reason why they broke up, I, I don't know much about the controversy. I'm sorry. But wasn't it a fight between McCartney and uh, Lennon? Paul Lennon, uh, no, John Lennon, Paul McCartney. <laughs> um, well, I did hear that theory, but I also heard the theory of Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr getting into a fight. So I don't, I don't know if it was, uh, Lennon or Ringo. It could have possibly been the two. It could have been an, a band argument against Paul and the rest of his uh, bandmates. But there was, if we're taking this theory into consideration, there was some sort of a fight. That much is true. So mm-hmm. after the fight, he, I, I think he wanted more money because he wrote the majority of the songs and he felt like he wasn't being paid enough. That, that's the theory. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know much about this hearing myself but I, here's the thing that i was wondering if and this comes to the 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 theory of how he actually died um what so the cover-up in some cases uh, one of the theories is that he was planning on breaking up the the beatles early back in uh 60 uh, 67 and or 66 whenever it is that he died and that it was actually a murder by uh, John Lennon. And then he was in the cover up was <laughs> him trying to keep the band going after that. This theory I don't buy into much <laughs> because um, I don't think I think John Lennon and uh, Paul McCartney were really good friends. So I don't think that that would have been the case well i mean they were really good friends but they also had a really big falling out <clears throat> and uh, they didn't actually didn't speak to each other around the time john lennon got with yoko ono and they started their own uh, solo band i i've heard that name and i know that most Beatles fans don't like yoko ono right but i don't know much more beyond that well a lot of fans tribute yoko ono to the the real reason why the beatles broke up ah so, I don't know. I mean, could have been. We just we just don't know. And that's one of the frustrating things about any conspiracy theory is that when you have several members that are dead, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to know the, the truth. Um, so, John Lennon passed away in the 80s. Uh, George Harris passed away. I'm not sure when. Uh, the only surviving members that we have today are... Uh, the drummer, which was Ringo Starr and uh, Paul McCartney, whether it's the real Paul McCartney or the fake Paul McCartney, we got a Paul McCartney. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tip my hand and say that I think it is the real Paul McCartney. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, we can definitely get into why they would come up with the theory if he had died and they wanted to continue someone portraying Paul McCartney. 
Thank you for listening to Bizarre Conspiracies. If you want to email us, you can do it at bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. That's one word, bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. Follow us on social media. Just search for Bizarre Conspiracies. Stay tuned for part two. Coming in a couple of days, you won't have to wait a week like normal. It's a new thing I'm trying, but thank you for listening. Catch you in the next episode.